off. And we've received quite a few emails lately about trademarks. One actually said, Ray, please ask about trademarks. We don't understand how they work. So I thought, okay, fine, let's do this. Let's get an expert on. And on the line is partner at Spur and Fisher, John McKnight. Hi, John. Welcome to The Money Show. Hi, Ray. Thanks for having me on the show. Right. So when should you trademark your product? Why is it so important? Okay. So if I, if I may, I'd just like to take a step back because mm. I know the listeners have asked specifically about trademarks, but I just want to contextualize that. Trademarks are, are, are one of a number of avenues that you can use to protect a new product. And just like we have the big five in sort of animal species in South Africa, there's the big five in what's called intellectual property, which is the broad genus. And the five species are patents, trademarks, designs, copyright, and then something called know-how or confidential information. There's a few other minor species as well, like plant breeders and rights and things. But it's important to understand that trademarks is only one of a number of avenues that are available to entrepreneurs or producers of, of, of products that are available to protect those goods. Okay. Uh, so turning now, so trademarks protect what you call the product. Um, so that would be um, the, the name that's applied to it and or the logo and or the get-up, how you package your product. And the bottom line is is that you should trademark your product um, as soon as as soon as you, you can. You really need to get in at the ground floor. Um, so as soon as you have a good idea of what you're going to call your product, you have a good idea of its logo and how you're going to dress it up, that's when you need to be seeking trademark protection. Okay, so that's different than to copyright, like you said. It's totally different. It's just about the name. That's correct. So just to go through those big five, patents protect how something works, right? right. They, mm-hmm. Patents protect solutions to problems, and they're technical in nature. Trademarks, as I mentioned, protect uh, the name of something, what you're going to call it. Registered designs protect what something that is industrially produced looks like. So, for example, your mobile phone, a shampoo bottle, uh, a, a rear view mirror in your vehicle or a wing mirror that that it's got a unique aesthetic appearance that's protectable by way of designs copyright protects works of our artistic um or literary uh creations so that would be things like um websites songs poetry uh, but also manuals of instruction and advertisements, songs, poems, music, things like that. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, confidential information protects anything, but it's often recipes. Um, think, for example, the, the formulation of Coca-Cola. That's a very well-kept secret, and that, of course, is a, is a huge asset to the company. Right, okay. So where do you register your trademark then? I mean, how do you do this? Okay, so um, there is the Companies and Intellectual Properties Commission, or what we call SIPSI, which is in Pretoria, um, and they have a trademarks office. And that it, is, it is the trademarks office that, is, that holds the register of all the trademarks in South Africa. Now, it's possible for an individual to approach the trademarks office, or SIPSI, in their personal capacity and, and to register a trademark without using a trademark attorney. But I really wouldn't recommend that because it's a very esoteric area of law. And um, the advice that you would receive from a trademark attorney will be well worth the money that you would pay for it. So I would strongly recommend utilizing a trademark attorney in, in your trademark application. But as I say, it is possible to approach SIPSI and the trademark office directly in order to register your trademark. If you do go directly, is it quite expensive? If you go directly, it's it's not 
unbelievably expensive. If you if you make use of an attorney, it will be more expensive. But to just approach the office directly, they're very helpful. They've got a great website, and there is some assistance available to members of the public approaching the office directly. And it's uh, it's it would be just a, a few hundred rand if that. Okay, that's all right. But now duplication must be a problem. Obviously, you can't take somebody else's idea, their name. I mean, how specifically does that work? Because obviously you can't trademark beer. No, there's, there's a lot you, you can't trademark. Um, and it's, it's the same for, for patents and designs. So um, when you have, or you have a patent which is registered at the South African Patent Office and granted and enforced, um, then the degree of protection that you get around that trademark is dependent on how crowded that particular platform is, right? So, mm. um, so if, you, if you have a mark, um, obviously a slavish representation, an exact copy um, of that mark is going to be uh, sort of pretty open and shut in terms of infringement. But when you have some, something which is close but not identical, that's when you get into these interesting discussions and unfortunately expensive discussions about whether a trademark or a piece of technology is considered to infringe upon the rights of the original trademark or patent or design holder. That's so interesting. And say a ruling goes against you, can you appeal? Yes. So uh, trademark, patent, design, these matters, these infringement matters are normally heard um, in the High Court and then you can appeal directly to the Supreme Court of Appeal in Bloemfontein, and that's where most of our judgments are. And we have even had one case, it's called the Laugh at Off Matter, and that was heard by the Constitutional Court early on. That is so fascinating. John McKnight, a partner at Spoor and Fisher, thank you so much for coming on to The Money Show. I've really enjoyed chatting to you. Thanks, Ray. It's been a great pleasure.